I feel like this is a thematically, thematically spooky hours for you to terrify me. This is the latest I've ever been up and talking in a recording voice. Yeah, I will say I think this is the latest we've ever recorded, but I think it's appropriate for the subject matter. And I'm excited to bring back another installment. Um, another installment of what, Aubrey? Installments? We're 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 just finally back, but we're also installing something. What are we, electricians? This is like a both a continuation of uh, when we like to talk about movies for a whole episode, like a specific movie that we've all watched together, but also a continuation of our saw discussion. Um, have we I, we covered both movies, right? I mean, no, we, we did no, not we, talk Saw one. We okay, we did skip Saw one, but everyone has um, talked about that one. But I so yeah, but I like, but we feel everyone's talked about that one. If you really think that we should do Saw one for sure, let us know. Send us uh, an email, a comment, uh, whatever, you know, tweet at us. Um, let us know. Blow your but, nose in our direction. We definitely would love to continue these, uh, throw them in every once in a while. Yes, but and we're gonna a do. Here. Yeah, we, we've got a we've got a guest. We've got a guest to to talk about Saw, and we've brought back our, a reoccurring guest. Yeah, his friend's here. Hello. Yes. Yeah, sorry for hiding in the shadows, but I am also here, ever present, all knowing. I mean, friend's always been here. He's usually in the background on most of the recordings. Just lurking. I'm Just thinking up for the this, door. the the thing should be like Saw three, multi level traps. Uh yeah, Saw three, Saw three had some some real some real trap evolution. They really expanded the idea of what a trap can be in the Saw universe. Yeah. Um, and I have to say, it's really. Getting me excited for where where we're gonna go from a concept standpoint, at least. The rest of it's been awful. This one sucked. I didn't watch a lot of this one because it was hard to look at. I hated it. I hated this. Why did you make me watch this, guys? Yeah, I Why? will say when we decided to get back into this, I was excited, oh. and then I quickly remembered. Oh wait, it's Saw three. And the the emotional oh. tone of this movie and of the traps is on a different wavelength. Oh, like yeah. I think we're really starting to toe dip into what people know as like the torture porn of Saw. Yeah, um, but like, but it's a but the the thing that gets me is it's not just torture for the sake of gore there's like for me there's also like an emotional tie-in which is what makes it truly horrifying is you're like oh not only like the physical pain but the mental pain you must be feeling uh yeah it's rough like which, making a guy burn his dead child stuff's pretty tough like that's, this that's was a hard pinned to to wager this was intentional though like the the production team has said that like it was intentional to focus on relationship and character development and make this a more emotional film however they only gave the whole script to certain actors and crew members who were involved with the film's ending but the director stated it was not their primary goal to deliver another like twist ending like like the other last two movies which i think is kind of hilarious considering I feel like this is the biggest twist ending of Saw 1, 2, and 3. Like, there's yeah. so much, and there's a lot happening at once. Yeah, um, I mean... Because the first time yeah, I watched this movie, trap. I was confused as fuck. Like, um, watching it now that I know everything that's going on, it is not so confusing. But the first time, I was, like, 15, and I was like, what? Fuck you, I'm 25, you, and on my understand. first watch, it made perfect sense. You were dumb. Sorry, Aubrey. Well, okay, you are much older than I was. I watched these as a teenager. Sorry <laughs> about your undeveloped prefrontal cortex, bro. Yeah, I mean, I'm it's not sorry bad. that I wasn't fully developed. <laughs> that your brain was a child. Fucking I loser. Mean, 
I'm not 25 yet, so technically, still there. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Why are you my co-host? You're dumb. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I like, honestly God. can't believe that I'm my sorry. brain only has two years left to cook before it's done, you know? Like, like I, surely it needs a little more time. Right, like, <laughs> That's what I'm I thinking. Please put it back in. Dude, my ding went off. I don't feel like anything's changed. I'm still preheating. Oh I'm still um, preheating, actually. I guess we're going to mostly focus on traps, but before we do, I do have some fun facts. Um, we, I will be getting all of my facts from the sawfilms.fandom.com, the just, like, official fan wiki. I feel it's the most trustworthy source, but, I mean, you know, hey, that's... You can decide how you feel about that. <laughs> I've got a lot um, of respect for that. But just to, like, these. drop my... Here's my references. Uh, but they have a little area where they've got information about the production and the release and the reception. Originally, they were not, like, the, the director and, like, the typical writers, producers for the Saw movies before later movies were... They originally turned it down and didn't want to do it, but a producer actually unexpectedly passed after the second movie came out, and so they made the third one as a dedication to him, which I think is lovely because Aww. I like that there's so many Saw movies as somebody that holds them near and dear to my heart. So I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm very sad that this man passed, but I'm glad that they decided to like, you know, leave some legacy for him and let this continue on. I definitely agree, but if someone pays homage to me by making an old man get his skull cut open on on camera, I would be I would haunt them. I would haunt them. See, but I would be so eternally grateful. I would be right. like, this is really going to leave an impression on so many people, and I love that my name's attached to it forever. <laughs> but you know, I, I you know, two types of people, I suppose. I I let us know. know which type of person are you. Agree, uh, yeah, you know what? I was gonna say agree to disagree, but no, I agree. I guess I'm just built a little different. I don't, I just don't think I would want brain. <laughs> I think cracking. you're the normal one in this situation. <laughs> I just am not into the brain cracking, dude. It's not my thing. I can personally say that it's not. I would not show up for the club meetings if they started holding any. Hmm. That's all. Wow. Um, the craziest fact I found out was uh, actually related to marketing. And Lionsgate's president of theatrical marketing at the time, Tim Palin, came up with the idea to make a thousand posters with a small amount of Tobin Bell's blood mixed with the red printing ink. The posters sold for about $20 each, and the first were auctioned off. All the proceeds were uh, for the auctioned poster were donated to the Red Cross, and Lionsgate also hold the, held the third annual Give Till It Hurts blood drive for the Red Cross and collected uh, 23,493 pints of blood. That's a lot um, of blood. Did but I was like, posters with Tobin Bell's actual blood? That's insane. I kind of want that, so I understand why that worked. <laughs> yeah. Didn't know that existed, but now that I do, that's a thing I would love to have. You know, um, inflation, inflation, da 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 da. But like yeah. for twenty bucks, I would absolutely buy a horror movie poster with the lead actor's blood. What yeah. do you mean? That's well, they yeah. also did auctions, so much who knows blood, how much they went for? How much of his blood do you think they took? Uh, not probably not very much because this is a small amount of Tobin Bell's blood mixed with the red printing ink. So really, they'd probably just have to put a couple drops in the the ink to mix it because i mean i think it's not a crazy amount of ink anyways my guess two pints i or mean what's your guess? as as we've heard one. tobin bell tell us and saw you know uh this this isn't a fact Lame. you know but you have 10 pints of blood in your body and you you only need five True. I've heard many people say that. Bro, why? But I, I really so don't think blood. he would have had to give it like more than maybe like a a quarter cup of blood. How much is that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm I don't know. I guess two a two pints. I I think it's less. 
Yeah, I think you're overshooting. I don't I don't know what to tell you. I feel like he's been a big part of these movie series for a long time. But and they only made a thousand posters. Wacky and fucked up with his, like, cool South Park Saw humor. And he he wanted to give, like, he wanted to put a lot of his blood in there. I just think oh my really gosh, off base here. I the, don't know what um, Tobin Bell looks like. He's wacky. The executive producer stated that the film had to be cut and altered seven times to obtain an R rating. And the director uh, said that the Motion Picture Association of America was less concerned about the film's graphic violence, but more about the emotional torture that might disturb the audience. Damn. Had to, had to really do a lot to kick it up from that PG-13. They were like, huh? I, I feel like they watched it and they were like, we don't even know how to tell you why we need you to change it how do we why (laughs) i would love to be a part of this discussion so it'd be fun but also i'm probably not the right person to tell you what the audience wants we did uh watch the director's cut version i believe so ours was a little bit longer so we did get to see a little bit more probably than the initial audiences saw and probably a little more gore but uh actually fun fact uh, number what three this is maybe four um saw three was the highest grossing film in the franchise it earned eighty million two hundred thirty eight thousand seven hundred twenty four dollars in the box office in the u.s and 164 847 thousand two hundred seventy five million worldwide that is or, quite a lot of worldwide. dollars I didn't say those numbers right, but it's, it's okay. Man, a lot. 80 mil US, 164 mil worldwide. So, Man, pretty cool. Man, a lot of people wanted to watch Tobin Bell lay on a lay on a. Dirty. Um, which is interesting because it received like absolutely hour. shit reviews from critics. But um, the critics, as you should know by now, they don't know shit. Listen to your heart. If you think it's going to be good or if you thought it was good, that's all that matters. Yeah, if a movie entertains you, it's done your job. I don't believe in a guilty pleasure of a movie. If you liked it, good. Yeah, I'd, I did not go see Sucker Punch in theaters because it got terrible reviews, so my mom and I didn't see it. Then we watched it later, and I fucking loved it. And I was mad that I ever listened to reviews. So you make up your own mind, you know? And I even mean that when it comes to my opinion, too. Like, fuck my opinion, what's yours? Oh yeah, I I'm not trying to get, ever get anybody to go see anything that I that I recommend. I just I just want them to know how passionate I am. I want them to know that that just because they can't like it, so someone's out there, someone's loving it for in their stead, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing it for you. You hate this shit. Well, guess what? I'm loving it, so you don't have to. Absolutely. Um, so shall we, shall we get into it? Yeah, let's talk about some traps. Trap yeah. review, trap review time. Trap number one. Trap number one. The classroom trap. The classroom trap? Yep, that is the official name for it. That guy, he had like a boot and a gun. Uh, that's what I have written and he broke his foot he broke his Um, foot to get out so the classroom trap is located in a classroom at an elementary school uh, and the victim is some dude named Troy I don't know what Troy did I don't remember either Um, that's not good to hear but basically he's pretty much naked he's got little undies on I think Um, but he's pretty much naked and he's like covered in chains uh I, I believe 11 and they're hanging from the walls but attached to him with like hooks into his body not like fully into like his like bone or nothing it's just like in a deep just layer of skin fleshy bits yeah ow his soft gooeys Ugh. yeah they're they're and they're in some pretty crappy places 10 of them um, are pierced in hands, shoulders, Achilles tendons, arms, and external obliques, and then the last ring is a chain pierced through his lower jaw. 
which so that one unfair. i am not sure that one to me does not make sense the rest of them totally doable maybe not the achilles tendon that's not very fun but the lower jaw this uh th this is the first trap we see in this film and the the tone is already off for what we know of jigsaw something ain't right here um there's also nail bombs with the timer like that's if if he don't get out the nail bomb's gonna go off and that's gonna kill him uh, so so bad in all ways so bad in all ways Oh, so um, bad. So it looks like Troy's crime was that he was a drug addict and had been sent to prison multiple times throughout his life, despite being, like, I believe he had an extremely comfortable, privileged upbringing. And he still went to prison time and time again. Uh, you know, I just, I feel like I even have a hard time talking about this Troy guy, because, like, I just, I can't stop thinking about all the hoops. Mm -hmm. it's tough like this one's this one's less of a less of a trap i feel this this one's just well it's it's a it's a trap you can't escape because when we're seeing what happened with this trap um we are also seeing the swat team and the police look over the room and uh Detective Carey mentions that, like, they had to break through the door using a blowpipe um, because the door was sealed shut, like welded shut. And that's a that's odd because there was even if he had escaped, there would have like the trap, there would have been no way for him to leave the room. And she states that that's weird because she knows that's not how Jigsaw operates jigsaw wants to rehabilitate people and give them the chance to escape he's not going to give them something where you finish the trap and you you're not rewarded with being able to leave you know yeah screw that screw that shit i'm not a fan i'm having a bad time over here this is oh it's bad i oh oh man um what they also i guess mention they were scared that this might this trap they were scared eric matthews was going to be in there because they still don't know what happened to him oh, as yeah, the audience missing where'd he yeah. go he had been abducted by jigsaw six months previous so this is six months after the events of the previous movie give a little timeline in there uh it's not a specific hoop location it's just thinking about like the the husk of a state that you'd be in after all of them yeah i get that you'd just be full of holes yeah. and all of the bad spots for me um the achilles tendon is real real bad yeah i really don't like that one I don't like this trap. This is a bad <laughs> trap. I rate this trap a one out of five. Can we go to the next one? Uh, yeah, this. I mean, to me, this one's not super great. Um, but you know, now Detective Allison Carey has mentioned that she does not think Jigsaw is responsible for this. Um, uh, which leads us to our next trap because sadly, the victim will be Detective Allison Carey, and it's the Angel Trap. Um, which I would say is probably the most of the ones in this film. I think this is the one that people probably think about the most, probably because a lot of them are pretty bad. This one's bad, but it's not as bad as some of the other stuff. Um, oh yeah, this one's just straight up unfair in a way that I don't think that the trap yeah. maker even thought about. Just as our, <sighs> I disagree with that thought, but I digress. The, yeah, the first two traps are inescapable. And even if you were to escape them, you you die. So they are traps that are interesting because they do not align with Jigsaw's morals and well, code. Well, what's the, what is the second trap? What's so inescapable about uh, the butterfly, okay. huh? So uh, our girl Carrie, she be uh, up in a leather harness, which is secured with a padlock. But like... There's this metal device attached to her back with big mechanical arms, and they're all like, like with little fingers attached to her rib cage. Like they're all connected to her ribs, and basically she has to reach her hand into a cup full of—is it just acid? Yeah, an acid-filled glass jar, and there's a key in the bottom of it. So she got to get the key before it dissolves. 
uh, or the timer goes off. Because when the timer goes off, those brackets that are hooked into her rib cage and that contraption will angel wing out, like furl out like wings and rip her side from side. Metamorphizing her into a butterfly. She has exactly 60 seconds to do this. Um, she does, in fact, get the key and unlock the harness in time. But those metal brackets are attached to her ribs. Like, there's no way she can just rip herself out of that trap. And that was probably the intention, considering she was just asking a lot of questions. Yeah, uh, that is fair, but I just loved seeing that, like, it was that whole that whole weird contraption was closed with the lock and key. But then, like, as soon as the lock was opened, it did not, like, that was it. Like, the lock didn't actually secure it closed any further than it, than it was, actually. It was, like, just extra. It, yeah. It, it was closed up on her body, and then they went, and then she was like, Ew. Let me also put a little lock here to, to, to really bring this fit together. Yeah. I mean, um, it, looked, it looks nazzy. It does look as nazzy. longtime fans will know, some of these traps do have more information to them um, in later films. And we are kind of... We're not going to talk about those until later episodes, just because Mason truly has untainted saw eyes so like we, we like to see the genuine plot reactions yeah i would um, love to be able to watch these movies for the first time again and i kind of get to do that through mason's eyes and i just don't yes to taint that at it's all so awful i, <laughs> I don't want to keep going I rate, you don't mean that, buddy. I rate this. You don't mean that. <laughs> I rate this trap a three out of ten because it's called butterfly. Are you gonna change the? It's actually called the uh, the angel trap. Five. but but sure. Five, five out of ten for angel trap. So you went from saying it was thirty percent good to sixty percent. No, no, no. I was saying, I was five saying out three out of five. Okay, yeah, three out of five, and the other one was a one out of five. So that was the, the angel trap is better for Mason, right? Well, no, I you know, liked it because it was creative, but it was still bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now the next traps are an interesting situation because so we've got the first two, but three and four kind of go hand in hand. We have this lady, Doctor Lynn Denlin, and then we also have this guy, Jeff. Can I just say for the crossover Arrested Development and Saw fans listening here, Lynn Denlin has the exact same energy as Bob Loblaw. Mm-hmm. I know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I could, mm-hmm. yeah. I concur. I concur. Lynn Denlin. Like, these are the same name. I hope in some alternate universe they are married. Maybe. Honestly, Maybe. <laughs> So, uh, Lynn gets abducted from her doctor job. It seems like she's having some troubles with her relationship. Uh, and, um, she gets taken in. Is there a name for her trap? Or is it just, it's, Uh, so shotgun collar. Shotgun collar, yeah. Yes. So, uh, trap number three is the shotgun collar. And this one, honestly, is a really... I don't think we've seen a, a test like this. Not many Jigsaw victims actually ever see or meet Jigsaw. The only person that's done that before this point has been Amanda, who works with Jigsaw. Um, and she's actually wheeling Miss Lindenlin in and uh, giving her the little shotgun collar treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lynn gets wheeled right up to Jigsaw, who's got a whole little dirty um hospital setup in his um lair which honestly that's tight as fuck i don't know how the man how he managed oh, yeah. to get all that stuff but wow the the links this man this feeble man will go to some real um, crusty hospital chic up in this lair yeah he, he's got it all set up he have like the, the yeah like the windows and everything 
it's it's crazy. But um, Lynn has been brought here because she's supposed to help him with his his cancer, his brain his brain cancer, or is he brain is a brain tumor? Yeah. Uh his no, he no his his brain is swelling because he's too smart and it was getting big. No, it's because he has cancer. We've been over this. What? I but you guys were saying that his brain but was swelling because his, his brain is swelling because he has cancer. I thought you. But his brain do be big though. He he is a big brain man. I'll give you that. But it's more of a metaphorical. But also, it is technically physical. So I guess you're not wrong. I okay. But um, well, this is interesting though because like I'm sure this doctor look around this room and is like, what the. I'm supposed to do brain shit in here? Like, this is not... Oh, boy. I also think that Miss Denlin has potentially the least brain surgeon energy I've ever seen. Yeah, which um, is interesting because yeah. they say she has incredible skills as a surgeon. Granted, it seems like she's been on a slump recently, so I personally wouldn't have picked her. But I suppose Jigsaw saw the slump and wanted to correct. We, um... Yeah, it was a test of its own, right? You know, because uh, did you did you mention what hap- what would happen if if she failed the test? If she failed the saving him? If she uh, her shotgun collar was directly connected to John's heart monitor, so if John flatlined for more than a certain amount of time, making him legally dead, the shotgun collar would go off and ex- basically explode her head. And uh, he tells her, you just gotta keep me alive and wait for this other victim to get through all of his tests and motions to some security cameras. They got some dude running through some tests. Uh, And that's where we get to trap number four, which is an interesting setup that we haven't... I, I mean, the house was an interesting setup in two... But this takes a, the traps to a new level, I feel, that we sort of see in movies to come. Oh, yeah. Where it's one person's trap has multiple traps in it and multiple other people doing, like, having a trap for themselves. But it involves, like, the, the person going through the overarching trap. I guess this is why I call it, like, the multi-level trap. The overarching um, trap. Yeah, yes. but I guess they always refer to it as a series of tests in Saw, but, you know, I like the word trap. These are traps here, actually, though, so it's fine. I mean, um, so he the first two were started off inside of a box that was lifted by a forklift, and he had to break out of a box that was in the air. Not really much of a trap, just a hazard. Yeah. Um. So with uh with with Jeff's, it, yeah, it starts with him being in a crate on top of a little forklift. Uh, he kind of doesn't really understand what's going on until he gets to trap number five. Because, um, again, we call trap number four his because he's got to also participate in the next couple traps. Which, boy oh boy, that's a shit shit straw draw. I'd really rather be one of the other people. Right? Uh, like, <laughs> I would, I would also... not want to have to do a bunch of these fuckers in a row. No, Could thank you. I just be one of the detours? Like, who yeah. fuck this guy? Like, why did he have to get, like, six? So, we find out, like, Jeff's whole deal is Jeff's son was uh, killed by a car accident. Like, it was a hit and run kind of situation. And Jeff's, like, been really fucked up about that. Like, we see that before he gets kidnapped. And, like, he is... He's on some next-level manic grief. Like, he's, like, shouting stuff in the mirror, waving his gun, pretending to confront people. And Jigsaw's now gonna let him confront all those people. Because this guy who killed his son... Which, uh, honestly, though, he needs this, to be honest. Like, he needs to confront these emotions. Because all of this anger that's stirring is not doing this man any good. And he's neglecting his daughter. 
well, did he get off or did he only get like two months or something? He got something short. He got, he didn't, yeah, he didn't get, like, I don't think he even got a year or anything. So that really like messed him up. Months, I think. But we'll, we'll talk about that guy later because we definitely get to meet him. Uh, um, so who's the first person that he gets to confront? Who's his first con- confrontational trap friend? Oh, it's also good to mention, it's been three years since his child died. So he's, yeah, it's been, it's time for him to confront this. The first test is the freezer room, and he finds a woman named Danica Scott. I'll just read some of the tape dialogue right here. Uh, Welcome to your first test, Jeff. For the past three years, you've cursed the name of all those you thought were responsible for the death of your son. You fantasize that those accountable will pay. Well... You'll find the woman in front of you chained in place. This will prevent her from running, much like she did on the day her son was hit. Her name is Danica Scott, and she is the only witness present at the scene of your son's untimely demise. If not for her own self-absorption and cowardice, she could have brought your son's killer to justice. Now it is you who has a chance to bring her justice. You alone can grant her the gift of life before she freezes to death. The This trap, she's literally just naked, chained to like in the middle of this freezer which apparently this freezer is the same freezer from scary movie and even though they had a big budget they just reused the freezer because why not scary movie parodied the first two movies so they had it (laughs) you know i respect that i i hope that uh i hope that that freezer got used more well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just a thing that holds cold stuff. Do you really think that people be walking into freezers and recognizing them most of the time? I don't no. usually. Every time I walk no. into a freezer, that's why I'm lost. That's why I never came back with anything. Remember when we worked at First Watch, Aubrey? I almost never came back with shit when people asked me for it. It's because well, it, it's like a weird like memory problem with cold, I think. The sucky thing is, I don't feel like, I feel like this trap was the most simple thing. And I guess it kind of had to start that way because this man is so angry. He literally spends like a few minutes just yelling at her while she's being sprayed with water in a freezer. Oh yeah. Ass naked. And it's like so cold in there. Like it's, it's gotta be like a deep freeze. Like this is, it's bad. And so she's like literally the the water's freezing on her skin and all he has to do is grab some keys behind some pipes and he decides to do it but he but takes his time he, he takes so much time yelling at her trying to like make her feel bad when clearly dude she already feels bad she knows why she's here and she's literally naked in a freezer like that's humiliating yeah oh my god yeah, Jeffrey. Jeffrey's not doing too hot, even on trap number one. Cause yeah, he takes so long that it gets so cold in there that he even hurts himself while getting the keys. And she's right. like apologizing profusely too the whole time as Until well. She like she turned into a literal popsicle. She, yeah, she it's... died right. Oh, for sure. Yeah, she got turned into an icicle papa. She she was like a person pop. It was it was a pretty. I really liked that ice effect. Actually, that ice effect gives this trap an extra plus two. Yeah, I would say like this is probably the least gruesome trap in probably all of the Saw franchise. <laughs> it got worse when he um, when he. The only thing her. that's like I guess obscene about it is it is a naked woman, but I don't personally find that obscene. But you know, hey. Teach their own. It's fine. It wasn't. It didn't get weirdly sexual, so it's fine. I think it's just a human body. Person has to be naked. Granted, though, they definitely did have it be a girl that was the eyewitness because it was gonna be a naked person. Though, let's be honest, they wouldn't have had it be a a nudie guy with his dickle out. They wouldn't do that. I could see them doing that, but for 2006, I don't know if we were ready for that. Sorry. It's like, 
they were barely ready for for the titty. But yeah, I well, I was really impressed by the the frozen body. It was it was really a cool cool thing. Give that um, one. But so uh, that's that that's trap number five. So it's a five out of five for yep. you. Is that because there's no gore with this one? That, that makes sense. Because naked. For you me, um, it's mild, so I'd give it like a a two. But uh, no, the I effects just thought were cool. it was like a creative way to kill somebody. Mm. I see. It. I was too. My my fear sensors were going a little bit too hard to care too much about the fact that it was titty that I saw. Hmm. Yeah. So Jeff. <laughs> Jeff passes the first room. Um, to be fair, he passes these rooms regardless of the people live or die. Because it's just his job to confront these feelings. Um, like, honestly, I'm kind of sure that's that's kind of the purpose. is just to make him confront this stuff. And, and he does have to, like, do some sacrificial stuff. But it's not as bad as I feel like most people have to do. Now we got this one's... This, uh, this, this one's a gross one. This, this one's we're getting. One, this next one's gooey. This next one. Yeah. Ew, I just remembered which one it is. Yeah, this next one's grody. So, uh, trap number six: the pig vat. Um, Ew, the pig shoot. This one makes my stomach turn. This is the second of Jeff's uh, tests, and it is, uh, since this is all taking place in the Gideon meatpacking plant, that's why it looks the way it does. Um, Dead by Daylight fans, pretty sure that's the um, saw map, which... They straight up, yeah. Unfun. That's uh, John's lair, pretty much. They use a sound effect in Dead by by Daylight from the movie, I swear. Yes, they do, actually. Which was really, that was fun. That was a fun little thing to, to hear again and be like, oh, wow, I didn't even realize because it's been a while. This this is an interesting one to discuss <laughs> uh, and, like, set up. It's a big cylindrical vat in th- in the room, and it's got this, like, conveyor-like contraption with a chute above it directly. Like, the conveyor comes around, drops stuff into the chute, and that drops it into the vat, uh, assumedly. They, there's a, a victim is uh, trapped to the bottom of it, and it is the judge pres- who presided over the case of this man's son being murdered. Yeah, and this guy... He gave the guy a light sentence, uh, and so this is, you know, Jeff can either save him or let this guy drown in rotten pig carcasses because what comes out on the conveyor is rotten pig bodies and they basically just get emulsified in the chute and then poured onto the dude and it's disgusting it's like like, the guy gets like the nightmare version of nickelodeon good until until i like it's not it's so interesting the way that it's done. It's basically like slow drowning. Like it's like torturing a man w- while you're drowning him. Because it's yeah. not the fact that it's the rotting pig that's going on him. It's the fact that it, it will eventually fill up to the point that he, to drown. That, he, that he cannot breathe. Can you imagine mm-hmm. drowning and rotting fish pig juice? Obviously the judge... Is playing bad. with this guy, and he's explaining to him that it doesn't matter, you know, like the the court system, all this other stuff. You know, it it wouldn't matter if I gave him the death sentence; that would not take your grief away, and that is true. But um, that's you know hard for Jeff to process. But what Jeff has to do to get the key to um, unlock this guy and get him out of the the pig goo is he has to press a button on an incinerator. And it has a bunch of, like, memorabilia of his son. Like, some pictures and some toys. It's not all of them, for sure. Like, there's he's definitely got more. It's not a ton. But it's really hard for him to part with this stuff. And, and he does do it. So I'm proud of him. He does do it. I mean, the judge does definitely get some pig goo in his mouth, for sure. But I kind of think he deserves it a little bit. And it's not that bad, considering there are people who literally lose limbs or, like... 
I don't know, big chunks of body, like, you know, gross gore stuff. Like, he just had some pig goo. I mean, I so, think the judge... I think it's a fitting, the, fitting pain. Sure. I think the judge eventually... I, we'll I, get there. He, yeah, okay. But if we're talking about the trap, the judge did deserve some of this trap, in my opinion. And I think this will probably make him... Because I'm not saying, like, the the guy, I just think he should have, des- like, definitely deserved a little bit more time. Um, yeah. Roddy He did go of time. very light on him for the death of a child, like. But does anybody deserve Roddy Piggoo? I mean, when you give somebody, like, a measly amount of time, a mere six months in prison... For literally running over somebody's kid with their car, even if it's an accident. Six months, man. I. Yeah, that's pretty shitty. I'm like a year. Seems at least fair. I maybe more because obviously this person also is gonna need some time to process this. Oh, I was just so might as well process uh, it. How old was his kid? Hmm. His son, Dylan, was eight. Yeah, I feel like eight years old, you gotta do more than six months. Yeah. Like, it's... It's, a, it's like quite wolf. a lot of life. That kid didn't live. Um, It yeah. was also like, while it was an accident, like, that's... I don't understand how you could not be... I pay, like, so much extra attention when I drive anywhere that I know there's a park or a school or, like... Because I... Oh my god, like, maybe it's because I'm, you know, scarred from movies like this, but I'm like, absolutely not. I'm gonna be paying attention, because even if it's an accident, that's my fault, because I was not paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Jason. And I don't want to have to live with it like these people in this movie. Jason. So. Yeah. Maybe there's something that can be learned here. Jason! <laughs> Sean! Sean! Jason! Um, what I learned is what the inside of a rotting pig looks like. I give this one a two out of five. Two out of five. Um, so we do, we do have Jeff and Judge Halden, uh, making their way now to trap number seven, the rack. Um, this one, this is the one that when we decided we were watching this movie, this is what I meant with this movie gets kind of bad. Like, yeah, Lynn Denlin drilling into Jigsaw's skull is pretty gross, but what? like he did ask for that oh. and it's to save his life. But um, this, this is um, mentally and physically painful for both the viewer yeah. and the guy in the trap. Yeah, and like, everyone who witnesses, like no, you know, I like, I genuinely be- she genuinely believe that the the experience of the rack is, it's it's literally torture in every sense. It's torture to the to the viewer. It's torture to the to the happener. It's torture to everybody. It's not good. It's it's just not good. I, I think that they created a war crime whenever they made this that that scene went against the Jiva convention I think actually yeah um a little bit but I think it I think it I don't know for me this trap and and like the whole scene with it is a good example of like the death penalty like a a good argument in not having the death penalty I feel like it's a good argument in that light because we even see we even see like jeff have a change of heart at this point like he he had a change of heart with the judge granted the judge is the judge this the the rack this is timothy timothy young was the guy responsible for killing his son yeah and so this is the moment that jeff has waited for for years obviously yeah he's you know he's like doggy yeah um so i i guess i'll I'll explain the the trap and then we can you you can you know we give a play-by-play of what happens but the the trap the rack itself is really large and it kind of looks like a metal crucifix um and it's on a pedestal the there is a segment for each arm 
and each leg and the head. And it's all made of metal. Um, they're cylindrical contraptions, and each one is connected to a gear system. Every body part is, like, trapped in, in place. Um, yeah, when the trap starts, it takes each limb one by one, um, starting with the right arm, then the left arm, then the right leg, the left leg, and finally the head, twisting them slowly in a cylindrical direction, causing the bones to break. And break they did. And wow, golly gee, it's bad. Um, there is a way to deactivate it, however. There is a key hung in a wire, like in a box from a wire that is directly in the front of a shotgun. So the only way to get, like, there's no way to reach the shotgun from the other end. You just have to pull it in front of the shotgun. And it is, you know, presumably hooked up to the shotgun. It's not explicit in what way, though. And that's dubious. Yes, for sure. That That is definitely dubious um, in its intent. I'm not sure how I feel about that, because I can't really figure out the intent of it, for sure. I just feel like there's so much going on and so much at play at this point that I just don't know if any if anyone actually ever takes that moment to consider it. Yeah. Like, the fallout of that shotgun and that key is so intense that you kind of, like, don't even take a moment to be like, what was its purpose? Well, the way Jigsaw says it is he... I believe he words it, um... Oh, yeah, no, here, I can find the direct quote. I mean, he's basically every one of these traps, the the key represents a chance to forgive, in John's words, like a chance to forgive the person. Like, if you're going to forgive them, you will save their life. Um, so when it comes to Timothy Young's trap, he says, The question you have to ask yourself is this. Are you willing to take a bullet for the man who killed your son? Does do unto others as they would have them do unto you apply here, Jeff? Make your choice. And that, that's what, like, I'm kind of getting at with the the death penalty thing. Because I'm like, I mean, I, Jeff does realize, oh my god, it it's not, I'm not going to feel any better watching this man get twisted limb by limb and die an agonizing death. Like, that's not going to make me feel any better. That's not going to fill the, the hole in my heart. No, it's not. Especially now that all of his children's toys are destroyed. Well, it's not, again, it's not all of them. <laughs> he does have that daughter he doesn't care about anymore. Yeah, he does have, well, does he? Oh, yeah, she's like kidnapped. He's kidnapped. She's somewhere. No, um, she's, she's okay, though. Like she's For the, the most part, it seems baby. like everyone that Jigsaw kidnaps for like leverage, they just probably just sleep long time and then are returned good for um, them honestly i want to be kidnapped and then returned at a later date they just yeah. give you a good night's sleep right i feel like it's a good coma like when uh you get general anesthesia from surgery and they're like oh it's the best sleep you'll ever get i feel yeah. like getting kidnapped by jigsaws like that too yeah absolutely no, I think that he, I think at the end of the movie, Jigsaw still had her as, like, a sequel bait or something. Yeah. Okay, so, we w I will say, like, Halden, um, the judge, is watching this too, and obviously he immediately is, like, trying to, like, break the glass box and figure out how to get the key. Um, Jeff literally just watches for a while. But suddenly he has to like look away and like f then force himself to watch because like this is what he wanted. I think that that, that he has that realization. Um, Holden approaches him as like do something. And at this point he's only like one arm. One arm is d uh, about done and he's begging Jeff for mercy. Uh, I yeah. I think Timothy probably is a good person deep down. Um, he genuinely does feel bad about his crimes. Just shouldn't but... be driving. He was a med student, you know? He's not some, like, Yeah, he just fucked up really bad. Yeah. And Jeff didn't know how to process it. I feel like he probably needed therapy and didn't go. 
Oh, they he will didn't literally let the what guy who really their son get twisted up in a machine rather than go to therapy. Yeah, yeah. He literally. And to be fair, like Jeff doesn't decide this all on his own. Halden also points out to him, if you let Timothy die, you are also a murderer. You are no better than him because you will have murdered him. And he has a point. Like, I, you know, again, it doesn't make you better. And um, so Jeff pulls the, the little key and then steps out of the way and immediately the judge is shot. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. not warn the judge on that one at all. Yeah. But I don't think he knew that that was, that was what was going to happen because literally the only way that Jigsaw poses that to them is are you willing to take a bullet for that guy? And he though he tries to he tries to like trick the key out of there, which was also stupid in my opinion. Yeah, he did like finagle the key out, but it turns out I think that's what it was supposed you were supposed to do. Because mm-hmm. the lack of the weight of the key on the weight is like that's actually what triggered the trap and not pulling the key, because the lack of the weight let loose the thing that pulled the trigger on the shotgun. But for some reason, the shotgun just happened to be pointed at exactly where the judge was grabbing on the Timothy to try to save him. So, like, was the shotgun actually pointed at Timothy the whole time, actually? No, no, no. The gun was... it. Well, because you have to stand directly in front of Yeah, like, it was supposed to shoot whoever grabs the key and the other person, because assuming one of the other two people survived the traps... There should be more than one person, probably, or the, the like. Somebody's got to take a bullet, basically. Um, and yes. because of the unfortunate timing, and I think Jeff thinking he tricked the thing from firing, it's like no, it's a delayed fire. It was just unfortunate. This really messes Jeff up, though, too, because like he doesn't do it in time, and so Timothy's head gets like cracked all the way around, and. Uh, Jeff's like screaming and crying that it should stop because he forgives Timothy like he out loud says that like he forgives him and like that that's why this movie for me reaches a new level of torture because emotionally that that's oh my god wow yikes would not want to be that guy it's it's a little moving and yeah it's 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 for, from a writing standpoint, I'm like, that was Jeff's kiss. That, that's that's good. Uh, Jeff also took off his jacket after this and knelt before the corpse. Um, I give this trap... Six. Uh, for lethality. Interesting. Uh, there's some trivia here at the end of this one. It says, originally, Timothy was supposed to be strapped down to a table that would fold on its hinges and bend his body with it, like ultimately breaking his back. Mm. Later it was remodeled in the shape of a cross with a similar function, but then the creators decided they wanted the the twist motion. They wanted to do the twist, as they say. Yeah. As the kids um, Oh, also, it. Jigsaw mentions that this is a personal favorite trap of his. Because he likes to see what does it say? Um, I don't want to know. Yeah, the rack. Uh, and he's he says it's one of his most favorite creation, uh, his most favorite traps because the human body is a miraculous creation. Ever wonder how far the arm can twist? So about I mean this far. He likes to push the body's limits, so that makes you know that makes sense. This far. So um, Jeff walks out of this one. 0 for 3. I mean, he he did win one, but he lost the guy trying to save the other one and yeah, did not and win like, either. Yeah, and he barely saved that guy, too. Like, that judge got definitely got some kind of fucking weird rotten pig disease because he got so much goo in his mouth. Like, that judge really got so much goo yeah. in his mouth. And his nose. Um, so Jeff's test is not over though yet. There's another final part of it, um, that I don't know we necessarily classify as a trap. It just more conglomerates with Lynn's test as well as 
trap number eight amanda's test amanda's question mark pop quiz um so this one this is why I've, i found it really interesting they said they they weren't focused on having a big shock twist ending because the twist at the end here is after jeff has completed that third room and she's done all this stuff for jigsaw jigsaw tells her hey you're free to go amanda take off her collar and amanda has been getting real bugged and bothered about how close jigsaw feels to lynn and i think it's just that he's thankful and also he's delirious from brain surgery so he like says i love you and that like sets amanda off and she's already been like dealing with some self-harm earlier in the movie clearly has a lot of other things going on which about yeah we um we uh i will say we do get to find out more about amanda in later movies but as far as this test goes once he tells her to remove lynn's collar she uh freaks out and is like no no jeff's not finished with his test he's not finished like completely uh so no i'm not gonna do it and jigsaw's like come on we gotta do this and then amanda pulls out a gun (laughs) cool and it's it's bad like it's it's bad do you do do you want to take this you know like part or you're not jigsaw bitch yeah i I just have that written down (laughs) yeah so at this so up until this point um jigsaw has been training amanda as his like successor he's never found anybody that he feels could truly continue his work in the way that he wants like he feels with her so it turns out amanda has been being tested this whole time like with lynn being there and this whole situation um John kind of knew she might get frustrated, I guess. I'm trying to see if I, let me see if I can find this on the, there's a, sorry, there's a lot of information here and I have to jump around stuff from other movies, (laughs) which is what makes this difficult too for my head because uh, I will say when I watched this movie, it was like I was watching it again for the first time because I had forgotten the way they explained certain things that they talk about later um and this is one of those things i think saw three is one that gets called back to probably the most in future movies um because there's a lot of emotional backstory and stuff with jigsaw and and amanda with with this test so yeah amanda's trap the whole time was her internship to jigsaw yeah um the unpaid internships yeah so true traps so after amanda like pulls that gun um you know lynn starts freaking out and lynn's like you promised you totally promised um (laughs) john's like amanda put down the gun lynn actually has your life in her hands and amanda's like excuse me what the fuck like why would you do that to me like what i don't understand because to be fair, I get it. Like, Sis had her own first trap, and that's how she made Jigsaw, and had to kill her boyfriend. Then she had to help with the house trap in the last movie. And that was a lot. She got thrown into a pit of needles. And now I'm being tested again? Like, I thought you trusted me. So so that's really upsetting to her. And then John's like, okay, but, like, how did you feel about Eric Matthews? And Amanda gets real defensive. And John's like, I know that you manipulated some of these traps. Like, basically, he's like, Mm -hmm. you made it so some of these victims could not get out of these traps. And that's not cool with me because that's not my philosophy. And you gave them no chance to survive even if they finished to accomplish their tasks. And that's my whole thing is rehabilitation, bitch. Uh, And and I agree. Like, I, I was so betrayed the first time i watched this movie so betrayed because i loved amanda up until this point but to realize that she was rigging the traps was absolutely just truly truly heartbreaking for me she just didn't understand the art of a trap yeah 
Amanda then just starts playing the blame game and uh um she's like, Okay, but why why is Lynn so important to you? And he's like, That's not the point. And he's like, uh, Lynn's not. Um honestly you just need to lower the weapon. And then Amanda decides to shoot Lynn. Or no. No, does does she? No. Oh, good. No, I'm she so sorry. does. Cut that. She does. The, the, isn't that like she decides not to, but then like she changed her mind and then she is going to shoot her? Let me get to the... And she shoots her like right... Right no. as... What the problem? Okay, so here's what happens. She does not. Uh, Lynn does die, but she doesn't get shot by Amanda. So Amanda is pointing a gun at her, though. And just at this moment, Jeff is reaching the final part of his trial, which is this room with Amanda and Lynn and Jeff. He sees that Amanda has a gun pointed at Lynn. And Lynn is actually his wife. The man that we saw Lynn with in the beginning is her boyfriend that she's cheating on him with. Obviously, there's a gun pointed at his wife's head, so he shoots Amanda. And while Amanda is dying, John's like, you just shot Jeff's wife, bro. She's, she's, so she's dying on the floor being shot in the throat, um, saddened by, and he's, he's, Jigsaw's really saddened by the fact that she failed, you know, he really wanted her to succeed. Um, and then this is where, yeah, this is where we get to the culmination of Jeff and Lynn's trials. Obviously, Jeff is like, what the fuck? Who the fuck are you? Um, and what's on my wife's neck? Excuse me. John's like, I'm literally an old man. And please listen to me because my heart monitor is attached to your wife's shotgun collar. But Jeff's getting angry. He's forgotten all the lessons that he just learned. All of them. Uh, And John warns him, hey, if you die that uh, it's going to be bad. I can call an ambulance. We'll get people here. It's totally fine. He says, though, there's one thing, though. You either have to kill me right now, or you have to forgive me for all the things that I've done to you and your wife just right now, proving that you learned from the tests. That seems like a cop-out. Yeah, our buddy Jeff just angry, scream cries, and shoots our beloved John Kramer, a.k.a. Jigsaw, which broke my heart as well. Like, Amanda just died, and now Jigsaw's dead? Oh my fucking god. Well, so Jigsaw flatlines, and what's that mean for Miss Lynn? Kablooey. And the uh, also, the room's door slammed shut. Jigsaw, as he's tying, which this is the most baller move, he, as he dies, he presses play on a tape that says, I made this tape as an insurance policy, if you will. And if you're listening, it's time to collect. This was your final test, Jeff, an act of forgiveness. And if you're listening to this, you failed. You must now pay the price. The price of holding on to all that anger. The price of driving your own wife away from you. The price of living for nothing but vengeance. Now I will give you something to live for. I told you that you couldn't kill me, Jeff, but I didn't tell you why, and the answer is simple. I am the person responsible for the loss of your child. I am the only person who knows where your daughter is. She only has a limited amount of air supply, Jeff. If you want her back, you'll have to play a game. So, um, aww. After that message ended, Johnson came to his wombs, and that activates Lynn's collar. So, does that mean that his daughter is just dead, or does that mean that he's gonna have to save his daughter in the next one? I will tell you this, um, I do not think that Jigsaw would ever knowingly endanger the life of a child like that. I don't think children have ever really been a part of his games before other than when they took the teenager in the last movie. Um, But I feel that he was being protected like 100% of the time by Amanda. 
Um, and also he was literally like asleep in the safe for, for part of that. And I feel like that's kind of the situation we have here. Like no harm's really actually going to come to her. They ju- he just wants to make him think that to put him in that fight or flight mode. Yeah. The end, the end is just, uh, our buddy Jeff being stuck in the room. So always stuck in rooms, always stuck movies. in rooms at the ends. But, um, I thought that this was just, like, one of those crazy twist endings with, like, showing us, or, you know, them telling us that Amanda's responsible for rigging traps. Like, and it wasn't, they show her specifically, they show her with Adam from the first movie, and it seems like she's putting him out of his misery. Um, Like, you know, he's obviously going to die, and she just basically suffocates him. And then with the with the detective with Detective Matthews, that was more like anger on her part because Detective Matthews had like arrested her several times and was kind of just like a piece of shit. And so she just like angrily did that with him. So that I mean, it was just so much crazy stuff. Um, is there anything y'all want to add? You know, I think these traps really stepped it up from. Uh... The first two movies, uh, I think this really ushers in a new era in what we could do in Saw movies and what the movies really were. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm excited to get to the next installment because I know this franchise and I know this franchise well and I know that it just gets more and more exciting from here. So I'm excited to see what Mason thinks of that stuff. Hmm personally they really made this movie like it was gonna be the last one yeah i mean i feel like a lot of them have that in a way huh um i guess the last fun fact i'll leave you guys on uh apparently according to dvd commentary for saw 3d the first Saw film, Lawrence Gordon, was initially meant to be the main character instead of Jeff Denlin, trying to s- save his wife, Allison, from Jigsaw and Amanda Young, and eventually killing her abductors. It is unknown whether or not Carrie Elwes was asked to return for the film, or if he declined in the aftermath of his lawsuit following the first film. Hmm. Did he have a lawsuit with them? I think I kind of remember something like that. Let me do some quick. He got too scared. It was too scary, and he had to get out, and he filed a lawsuit for it. For obstruction of pant. So, Elwes said he was promised a minimum of 1% of the producer's net profits of the film, and that he did not receive the full amount. The case was settled outside of court. So nothing okay. interesting. <laughs> so oh, okay. I mean, it makes sense because he does, I think he does have a positive relationship with them now. Like, Yeah. I, I'm excited to, to watch another Saw film in the future. Uh, but uh, we'll be back next week with a regular episode for sure. Yeah. Or not next week, whenever our next drop is. Mm, yeah it's good to be back not to not to saw but here we do what we have to to show up i guess he's just being shy guys he he loves saw (laughs) it's my favorite 